Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. People were calling me champ. I didn't know who they were talking to at first. You know, walking down the street. And, uh, you know, uh, I've always been invited to, to spend a lot of time with the the leagues, high schools, and but I but the request this year has been off the hook. So I got really uh, one of my homeboys, Jerry Manuel, reminded me that I had to get my rest. So you got to take care of yourself in order because this is going to be a. I think this year is going to be tougher than you know, than last year. I get happy for Dusty when I hear him talking about being well, treated like a champion on the street these days. Well, and for, you know, he comes from an era when being the heavyweight champion like at a whole different Oh. you know, cachet to yeah. it than than yeah, like being that well no really up at, I didn't any time up until the last 20 years if you were the heavyweight champion, I mean, that there was like very little that was better than that. True. Um, you know, and then boxing kind of changed a little bit. A little, the yes. balkanization of boxing. Yes. So it um so yeah to be able to be called champ anytime people are calling you champ in anything other than a condescending way yes like because you're either a child or an idiot um like yeah nice race champ uh yeah, yeah like it's a it's a pretty cool thing that so is, yeah I'm happy that he gets to be called champ as I am well too I am too I was hoping he was gonna go into like some long story about uh, Bill Cosby sending him congratulations or something. <laughs> Jeez, yeah I know so, yeah Bill Cosby calls me champ now too <laughs> okay <pretty> cool all <laughs> right like, we're gonna go talk to Bregman wow it's weird there's nobody <laughs> there's nobody talking to Dusty yeah like, I don't know, he just wouldn't stop talking about Bill Cosby Bill Cosby <laughs> um here was Dusty on this team, look, a lot of guys on this team, well, not as many as as did uh, a couple of years ago, but experience with a really short offseason. A few of their most important players have that from winning it in 2017. And look, this team has always made a run at least to the ALCS, and they've been to the World Series now the last two years. And Dusty talked about the experience that they have with a short offseason and how that helps them. Yeah, these guys, they know how to do it. My first question yesterday, which I didn't know, was um – you know, how did they do after the last World Series? And uh, I guess they went back to the um, ALDS, ALCS. And, and so, um, yeah, these guys know how to do it. But, you know, we'll assess which guys we got to take it easy with or which guys, you know, came out of the uh, offseason unscathed. Or if you had enough time, you know, to heal your body. And there, the challenges this year is, is the WBC, you know, because we have a number of guys that are going to the WBC, which we got to get ready to play and then turn off and then get ready to play again in ours. Yeah, WBC is the, the World Baseball Classic. Uh, they, they do have a handful of players that are going to be playing. That's an off-season tournament between countries and things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah. Presley's, I know, going to be playing for the U.S. There's Who's a few the other manager guys. of the year that none of the Astros got to play. It was because Bregman was one of them, I remember. And it was... Um, 
The um, I have no record. Well, they got screwed, Sean. They got screwed. Okay. Because basically, if you're disrespect, missing, if you're missing out on some spring training for that, and you're not getting uh, at bats, you, you show up the camp a little. Oh, so they were on that team, but yeah, they just didn't yeah, play. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't recall that. Um, oh, I remember. Parts <laughs> Evidently. Of it. Parts of it, yeah. <laughs> um, this is my solemn vow to Dusty. Because, Seth, as you know, last year I was one of the people that would come in after a game where you know three of their main guys would be benched for a game, oftentimes with Justin Verlander on the hill. Yeah. Justin Verlander early in the season, for whatever reason, got – he was the one who had to deal with the janky lineups, with the Mauricio Dubons of the world and the Aledmus Diaz batting cleanup and things like that. Probably because Verlander is so good at his job. This is one of those things where someone being really good at their job gets penalized for being good at their job. He gets a bad lineup and no run support. Whatever. Verlander's not here anymore. This is my vow to Dusty Baker. I will not, through a 162-game regular season, I will not come into this studio one time, a day following a day where you are load-managing the hell out of your team and complain about it. I won't. I did last year. You called me out on it, rightfully so, because this was a very healthy team. Mm Mm-hmm. Come postseason, I think that had a lot to do with it. So I vow, I vow that I will not do that. If Dusty will do this, if you are going to load manage, don't do that thing you do where you take whoever is replacing Bregman and batting them cleanup because Bregman bats cleanup. Right. Whoever's replacing Altuve bats leadoff because Altuve's your leadoff hitter. Yeah. Just put a lineup out there that's going to score runs as best it can with the nine guys that you're putting out there. But don't, don't put. Mauricio Dubon batting leadoff because he's playing second base that day. Yeah, that's the, the that's the part that gets super frustrating. It's easy to dismiss a lot of the other stuff as just load management yes. or, or what have you. Um I guess the other the counter argument though is okay, if you shuffle if you if you shuffle that around, then you're taking other guys who are in and out of the lineup and making it even more erratic for them. So I can see that side of it. I mean, okay, if you're... I appreciate you, put, you bringing up the devil's advocate. If you're putting, Dubon, if you're putting Dubon at leadoff, okay, then there's inherent issues with that, obviously. But then you're... Okay, that's all right. I'm with you. I'm just trying to... I'm trying yeah, to yeah, yeah, for, no, no. I, I'm trying I get to it. stick up for champ, okay? <laughs> tired no, it's... Tired of you just uh, talking to champ like, he, like he's he clueless out there. He is a champ, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's a bold move by me right now. It was 2017 when Bregman got four at bats in the World uh, Baseball Classic. Okay, that was before yeah. everybody knew they were cheating. I Jim Leland like... uh, apologized. Publicly. Hold up, Jim Leland was the manager. He was the manager, yeah. Was he like 98 at the time? He's Jim Leland. Yeah. Jim Leland, a noted in, dig- in dugout cigarette smoker. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not awesome, kids. It's awful. <laughs> but it's, it was. But it's pretty uh, funny. It's notable that there used to be a time where people would. Ball players would have, you know, big oh, yeah. endorsement deals. For, oh yeah, Dimaggio probably made more money from his cigarette endorsements than he did from the Yankees. You're probably not, that's probably not an exaggeration. They honestly. were the sneakers of the 1940s. They, were, they, were. they really were. <laughs> Back in the 30s, the Phil Knight's grandfather was selling them out of the trunk of his car, the same way Phil Knight would sell shoes out of the trunk of his car in to, 1980. Back then, basketball players used to endorse wingtips because that's basically what they played in. Yes, exactly. Um, We're getting a lot of text to the Trailer Wheel and Frame text page on good and bad athlete actors. Yeah. Um, uh, 9203 or 9803 says Alex Bregman is awesome. Is Alex Bregman awesome? Or is he just comedically kind of okay? (laughs) There's a sign. (laughs) Bregman comes through. He's a little bit like a Luke Wilson in that. It's more about his actual attitude coming through. He's got a different type of attitude than Luke Wilson, but Luke Wilson just comes across as like a 
like a perpetually like very laid back, but maybe a little skeptical about what the hell's going on here. Yeah. Like that's Luke Wilson in every role. Um, like a little bit confused, <laughs> you know, it's like not, not goofy and lovable the way yes, Owen is, yes. but it's just his personality. Whereas Bregman, I think it's a little bit his kind of like sarcastic smirkiness that that's starting to come through early on. He was really bad. With those energy commercials. His first go at it was, oh, I think, those energy He's in the khaki. He, was, he looks like he's like, the guy selling the yes, energy to yes, door to door. Like he was a sales trainee. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, he's gotten better. So, yeah. I uh, yeah, I wouldn't say awesome, but he's fine. Who's the best out of all the Astros? If Altuve is my favorite in the HEB And Altuve is another one that I don't know if he's a good actor. He's just so damn lovable. And he's hilarious. He's ready. Yeah. And, yeah. He's really funny. And coming Or coming out with the big, big gulp. Yes. And all that. Yeah, yeah he's really funny. Standing at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. I think Pena is like maybe a legitimately good actor. Pena might be the guy. Yeah, if we go, go back to throwbacks, like old time, uh, you know, <laughs> except that he's actually like there was a time, kids, when people thought Joe DiMaggio was good looking. <laughs> oh, yeah. He dated Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I know. I mean, you don't have to, but they, like, they referred to him as like, ooh, handsome Joe yeah. DiMaggio. It's because uh, we're simple creatures. And when somebody's famous and successful, uh, we, we, we just think everything about them is good. So Pena's actually genuinely good looking. Yes. So, yeah, I think he could end up being an actual movie star. Uh, I'm doing something with him tomorrow night at the Houston Sports Awards. Oh, you are with Pena? I'm supposed to ask him one question. I've given I've been given very loose instructions just to okay. jo- just to joke around okay. with him for a little bit. Like, oh okay. boy, not to get too many things cooking on the trailer wheel and frame text page, but you want, you would you like to, to a- suggest some questions for Seth to ask Jeremy Pena? Or should I have him read a line from Casablanca? Uh, yes, let's see if his acting chops are good. That was uh, Joe DiMaggio in that role. <laughs> Joe, yes. It was Humphrey Bogart was played by Joe DiMaggio. Played by Joe DiMaggio. Um, seven four eight zero. Joe Namath Medicare commercials are great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really seems lost and old. He, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a little mean. I mean, he does, but that's why I'm, I'm not going to read yeah, that. Who are the just, best older athletes that still do stuff? Joe Montana does a lot of stuff these days. He has been doing more and more, yeah. hasn't he? More I feel than like more than when good. he was a player, I think. Remember that creepy one last year during the Super Bowl where they had somebody like CGI'd. They CGI'd like Joe Montana's face into. It was vaguely, really weird. It was, something, it was strange. Yeah. Uh, somebody says Gronk is the best bad actor. Yes. And I would agree. And I, you know what? The same thing goes on the studio show where, honestly, I get it, teachers. I get why you pass kids because you don't want them to lose athletic eligibility. Right. Because that's how I am with Gronk. Like, even if you're a teacher that doesn't like sports, but the kid's a star football player and he's just so damn likable, you're like, oh, all right, I'll, you'll get a, I'll give you some extra credit and I'll give you a C. That's how I am with Gronk on the pregame show and the yeah. postgame show on Fox. I'm like, boy, he is horrendous. But I just like him so much. I'll just – I'll give him a C. I enjoy him on there. Yeah, no, he's, he's not great, but he's – I, I – He's not the meathead that people think he is. He he actually, I learn a few things listening to Gronk talk about the tight end position and whatnot. Yeah, they. I think they're. I think he needs some coaching. He's trying real hard to give like a little bit of a learned vibe, which isn't going to go great at first. But I think also he's got to fight producers who are trying to dress him up like uh, Bob. Uh, was it Bob Ross, the big the 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 painter with the big hair from TV? Remember that used to be. I don't. You don't remember that? No. That was all that was on it. Did you have cable television growing up? Is not that till, what it is? Not till my freshman year in high school. Oh, okay. We didn't have cable. Our neighborhood couldn't I can't get it. I believe you, uh, the painter with the big... Uh, the guy on PBS that paints stuff? Bob Ross. The guy that yeah. paints stuff? On, yeah. I didn't know that was his name. That was Bob Ross. Okay. They had him do like some segment where he was dressed up like Bob Ross. And it's hilarious, though, because 
Because he does this Bob Ross thing. He's like painting at the palette. Yeah. Kids, he had a, just a, like a, a white guy with a big afro, a big, huge perm. And um, he. <laughs> How'd that go? What's that? How'd that go? It was very fashionable, fashionable back in the day. No, no, no. I'm talking days. about Gronk oh, acting like this. Guy. Uh, it was funny, I guess. Yeah. But like his girlfriend said that after the segment, she said, oh my God, you're Bob Ross. And he said, yeah, who is that? <laughs> yeah, dude, 100%. So, no, so they, they, they had him do this whole shtick, and he didn't even have a clue who they were doing. That's hilarious. Of. Yeah. All right. So he's a little amenable. Like he's Maybe he said he's a little too easy to say yes to things, maybe. He's like a kid getting off the bus in Hollywood. I, I know like, your hey, first. Kid, I know you want to be a star? I know your first question, if you didn't know, would have been, who the hell's Bob Ross? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um all right, we're still getting a lot of texts in on that. All right, text in um, any suggestions for questions for Jeremy Pena. For uh, the Mannings also. Plus, Cooper is... Uh, Cooper's, Cooper's good, too, it turns Cooper's out. Cooper's making a long, uh, a strong late surge. He is. He is. Even Archie is pretty funny in those Caesar oh, commercials. Yeah. They, they come from good good acting stock. Did you see J.J. kind of snuck his way into a commercial during the playoffs? No. For Athletic Brewing Company? No. Because he's a part... Part owner, I think, or an investor in Athletic Brewing Company, okay. which is non-alcoholic. Uh, Ravel's an investor in that. Yeah. One. That would stand a reason. And they just showed him kind of, they showed a bunch of active people, and then they showed JJ kind of lounging in retirement, like mowing the lawn and then sitting in his pool, like oh, doing wow. all this retirement type He's stuff. He's already got a commercial out yeah. embracing retirement. All right. Um, the Texans coaching job. Let's level set here. Where are we at? Where does it stack up in the eyes of executives around the league we will uh, let you know mike sando let us know that we'll let you know what the status is next okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 